0: So you may remember, or if you are a first-time visitor, I'll refresh you, we are in the midst of a sermon series. Every summer we offer up a theme and we invite folks in and outside of the congregation to offer their own reflection on that theme. And this summer it's milestones in our faith. And we've heard about the milestones of the ways that we encounter doubt and the way that doubt affects our faith and helps grow our faith. And we've heard about milestones of welcome and what that does to someone searching for a community. We've heard about milestones of feeling like God is using you as an instrument of peace or trusting the sense that God has called you. And today we are hearing from Amanda Grant Rose, who is the executive director of Common Cathedral, which is one of our partners in ministry and they offer services every Sunday, rain, snow or shine, out on the Boston Common for the unhoused and housed community. They have a lot of other programs that go on and we are so grateful to hear from Amanda and the milestone about when things are hidden in plain sight. So please welcome Amanda. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Grace be with you, friends, and peace. It is an honor to be here with you today to be in community and to share the good news. But before we begin, I find it helpful to pray. So please join me in prayer. Loving creator we come grateful. We come grateful for this space and the community that has gathered, for that little bit of cool breeze that comes off the fan, and for those who still haven't made it here yet today. God, be with us in these next few moments. Calm our minds and open our hearts so that we may hear and see you in our midst, so that when we leave this place, we are more able to radically Love our neighbor. Amen. Many of you already might know of Common Cathedral, or maybe you remember the last couple of years when we have taken over this fellowship hall with painting and community members. But there might be some people here this morning who are new to Common Cathedral. And so first, let me tell you a little bit about our church. We are church. We are a church community on the streets of Boston, and our congregation members oftentimes call the streets and the shelters of Boston home. During our very busy church week, we do five main things. We visit our congregation members wherever they might be, out on the streets, in the shelters, in hospitals, at Barbara McGinnis House or Kirkpatrick House. We visit with them wherever they are. Sunday worship on the Boston Commons. Rain or shine for 23 years we have worshiped outside and we have not missed a Sunday. Yeah. That is amazing. We have worshiped outside in days like today when that water blows off of Brewer's Fountain, it is just barely manageable. And in the middle of the winter, we have small shovels and we dig our way over to the fountain and we have hand warmers to give. There are days, I will not lie, where worship is only five minutes long and we pray and we break that bread together and there are days where we are there for hours and hours and hours. What matters is is that we worship together as a community and all are welcome. City Reach, a weekend retreat for young people to come into the city to learn about homelessness directly from those that experience it, and your youth have come to that and been a part of that mission. Boston Warm, our day center which we opened in the response to the closing of Long Island Bridge displacing 700 beds. It is now a day center where all are welcome on Mondays and Fridays to come in to be loved to be seen as children of God and to get a really good cup of coffee. And common art: on Wednesdays in open art studio where all are welcomed in to create beautiful works of art. It is a gentle and reaffirming yes in the face of poverty and homelessness. And all are welcomed to come and create. What is important to remember is is that we are church and you are a part of our congregation. There is power in building church on the dusty streets of Boston, and we are grateful for those of you who show up week after week to make the programs happen and year after year at City Reach and Sunday after Sunday to worship with us on the commons. Thank you. But this morning, I'm not here just to talk about Common Cathedral. I'm also here to share about my faith journey and the milestones along my own path. And to do this this morning, we need to get back to Jesus and the people he walked with on his journey. Luke, this morning describes a journey. It is a really long day, maybe even longer As the sun rose and rolled over the heavens, time seems fluid. A group of people are walking along on this journey. They are searching for clarity in the midst of very confusing stories and the news that they had heard over the last three days. In one way, this community is marching together down this dusty road together, not alone. Rather, they are walking together, seeking to be better together in community, supporting one another. In the midst of this long journey, they come across a new friend and invite him to walk with them. It is not until much later, many hours and many miles down this road, that Jesus reveals himself by breaking bread and sharing it with his new friends, hidden right there in plain sight. This is our truth. You and I will continue to walk. We will walk together. Many miles and many dusty roads better together. And when I think of my own personal journey, my dusty path of discipleship, I find myself, like Luke talks of this morning, surrounded by community. It is often not until I am a couple of miles down my path, down my journey, that I really see God there hidden in plain sight, walking the entire way with me, and I had not seen God. My dusty discipleship journey started off in a beloved community of believers. My dad, a Presbyterian minister, who I might add, did his internship right here in 1976 and 77, so he was very proud that I am here today. My mom, a social worker, they set me off on the path very well. I grew up doing mission trips and church camp, a smooth start, surrounded by beloved community who were giving me what I needed so that when the road got bumpy, and it always does, I had what I needed to navigate that dusty path of discipleship. Fast forward a couple of years later, through late nights and questionable decision making, I found myself living and loving from Louisville, Kentucky, to Tucson, Arizona, and eventually to Philadelphia. The dusty road of discipleship got a bit bumpy when I was asked to move to Tanzania to create the country's first college-level special education curriculum. And right there in the midst of my, yeah, I'll go, I can see God right there although at the time, it was bumpy, and I could not see God. And then one summer day, in 2007, I found myself on the real dusty roads of Tanzania. Before I left the United States, plans had been made for me to enroll in a language school, and after a week in Tanzania, it was clear that that was the right choice. Swahili was needed for survival. This language school in a town about six hours away was selected, and so I packed my bags. A duffel bag filled with some clothes and some books, and I was off on local transportation to Arusha, Tanzania, just southwest of Mount Kilimanjaro. Let me just for a moment describe for you local transportation. Local transportation consists of a vehicle similar to a Greyhound bus that has been going for years and years and years. Painted together, welded together, there are bits and pieces missing, bits and pieces relocated from other buses, and somehow it would run and run and run. Paint covered all these different places, and as that bus rolled up on that dusty road of Tanzania, I knew that we were going to have a crowded bus that day. Room for 50, there were 70 of us on the street waiting to board that bus. I boarded, and I found a seat by the window, and I put my stuff next to me and up top, and a lovely woman sat down next to me. She had bags of goods and fruits and vegetables, and she had a chicken. A chicken wrapped right lovely in this little wicker basket that she put on her lap. The legs were wrapped, however, the beak was not. Down that twisty mountain, slowing for switchbacks and curves and sheer drop offs to the right of the bus, we sped on, packed, 70 of us, in a bus for 50. As we continued this journey, unfortunately that chicken took a liking to my arm. And slowly within the first half an hour, there was a small little peck, and then a little bit more, and a little bit more, and then slowly I could feel that warm drizzle of blood begin to trickle down my arm. And I smiled sweetly at the woman, wanting to desperately sedate culturally appropriate. And so I started to gesture to her saying, you know, chicken. Seat. This weird international sign language happened for a couple more miles, a couple more switchbacks, and slowly it turned into me doing the chicken dance to the joy of the children on that bus. Eventually she smiled, she understood, and the chicken found its way up top for the rest of the trip. My arm healed a little bit on the rest of the way and we sped the remaining five hours down that dusty road of Tanzania until it was time for my stop. My friend said that the, Danish, that the school was run by the Danish community, and all I needed to say was Danish, and this bus would magically stop. And so as we got a little bit closer, I noticed the, the things that I was supposed to be looking for, and I smiled at the conductor and said, Danish. He smiled back and said, no, no, you, American. <laughs> I smiled back and said, no, no, Danish school, hapa, hapa, my only word at the time, which meant here. He smiled back at me and understood what I was saying gratefully, and he pulled that bus over to the side when I stood up, and I realized all of my belongings were gone. I was packed in that bus. It was packed with 70 people, and I couldn't move. We were so tightly packed. And then I realized that I was being transported down the aisle. Not one of my muscles was moving, and somehow I was being carried there off the bus. I had been picked up by my fellow passengers, and they were passing me one by one, hand by hand, down that bus aisle. And they put me on the side of the road safely. And there waiting were all of my bags. The conductor jumped back on that bus and sped off down that dusty road, and all of the people with windows leaned out and said, Kwaheri Muzungu, which roughly translates to goodbye, white person. <laughs> I smiled and said thank you as that bus rode down the dusty road. It took 70 Tanzanians to get the one Muzungu off the bus. Not a word was spoken. Hands were extended to help the one who was lost, the one who was a foreigner, set upright and safely on her road. I was scared and I was unsure of my surroundings. I was speaking another language, and at the moment, that dusty road of discipleship looked anything but safe. On that day, I literally walked down the dusty road to a language school. And the truth is, it took me a while to see God there that day. Still surrounded by community, walking along, God was hidden there, packed on that bus. A couple miles down the road, a couple years later, and I can see now, God was on that dusty road, surrounding me the entire way. Today I pray for those migrating north, or held at border's camps, that they may have the same sense of God has not abandoned them and God is surrounding them with love. I pray that we may learn to walk in true companionship with each other, that we will find a way to put that pecking chicken in front of us and to stop the bleeding, that we will learn to quietly pass our brothers and our sisters and our siblings and set them down with their luggage in their new lives. Dusty Road discipleship walking with Jesus is both a moment of self-discovery, God is with us, and a moment that calls us into service, caring for those who pass us by. We don't know who we will meet along the way, and we don't know when God will reveal herself to us, but that we do it in community is what matters. And today, here, I am here to say thank you. As the executive director of Common Cathedral, I celebrate you. You, this congregation, and Common Cathedral are walking the dusty road together, searching for Jesus and caring for those who we pass by. And I am here to invite you. Invite you back to worship with us on a Sunday, to send your kids to City Reach, to come and hang out with us at Common Art and to create beautiful works of art. For together we are walking this dusty path together, and it will be easier to see God in the midst of the dusty road of discipleship together. Thank you, and blessings on your journey. And all of God's people said, Amen.